0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the reaction episode, Penn State. Uh, Before we get into it, uh, obvious housekeeping, uh, go to the YouTube channel, Michigan Maniac Podcast. Uh, Go ahead and like and subscribe. I, uh, you know, I leave... You know, reaction episodes like I am filming right now. Other stuff will be happening later. Um, also, go to the uh, social network or social media portion of it, which is the Facebook and Instagram. Like and subscribe there. Also, guys, uh, if if you so feel for a free sticker, please go to any of the platforms that you listen to if it allows you to leave a review please like and review give me the uh platform which you did it on and your name and your address with the dm to me and i'll send you a free sticker pretty awesome sticker actually uh best we hey, as far as we can support the michigan maniac podcast the better right so let's get into this i have at the beginning i had very uh i wouldn't even say mixed feelings about this uh this is definitely a growing experience. I, I It was one hell of a game, right? Like I'll be honest, I I'm not I'm not angry at this actually. I think to be on, I think our team grew. I think our boys became men today. I really do. I mean because it was set up, right? It was set up for them to just fucking just crumble. I mean, they came out, looked just like they should have, like they did against Wisconsin. I mean, it was they were ready just to fall apart, and they didn't. And uh, we had one of the worst halves I've seen this play since Wisconsin. And I'm not angry even at Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson wasn't the reason why we were down 21-7 at halftime. He just wasn't. Key drops. That plays huge in this game. Key drops. Also, when you have to play Penn State and the refs, it's hard to win games. When they're getting every key call. I mean, they shouldn't even have that touchdown to that that tight end. He pushed off. They made sure they got all of our push-offs, but that one didn't get it didn't get it 14-7 we win this game we win this game going away matter of fact if it's only 14 to 7 going into halftime uh I, I i i don't know man i think this was how do you blame i mean i don't know how i've seen some of the reaction of your fans and you guys are ridiculous i mean i listen i'm hard on Shea Patterson, and I have been, and I don't uh, regret it, and I don't take anything back because I think it's healthy criticism. But he played, he played like a fucking leader today. He he was a leader out there. Yeah, his stats didn't show it. I mean, two seventy six, uh, one rushing touchdown, I believe, and uh, no uh, one interception, which was an awful interception, awful. But uh, he was a leader. DPJ dropped two to three balls. Ronnie Bell, God bless that kid, Ronnie Bell, uh, dropped two two or three passes. Uh, Tariq Black, same thing. I mean, key drops killed us in this game. Uh, we spotted them 21 points and we came back and we we dominated them in the second half. Dominated them. One bad play. Just to give you an idea, Penn State had... 80 total yards in the second half. 53 of it came on one fucking play. So on their own without that one play they can only muster 27 yards. That's it. We figured them out cuz Franklin is not a coach. He's he's a cheerleader. He's a pompous ass if you ask me. 100% pompous fake ass. And his team is is a reflection of that. I mean I I didn't see anything. I was like, oh, this is a great team. No, no, no. They played a a team that matured today, and that's what happened. Because when Michigan said enough, and they they grew up, and they became the men that they're supposed to be, Penn State had no answer for us. And that's the great thing about what we did today. It had nothing to do in the second half of making big plays and matching them big play for big play. Uh Uh-uh. We did the grown man thing, and we fucking drove it down their fucking throat, and they couldn't stop us. All the, and they had very good defense. Very, very good defense. But they had no answer for us. When we put it all together and Shea Patterson became the quarterback we needed him to be this whole season, the leader. Yeah, sure, he made a few mistakes when it came to not, uh, to keep not keeping the ball or keeping the ball a few times but he kept the ball this time. He actually ran it. He actually did stuff. He actually was the guy that we needed him to be tonight and it was fucking amazing. I loved it. We it was like watching a lame ass snake just shed its skin and become this fucking anaconda motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I I want to make a bold prediction I don't think we lose another game this season. And I'll be honest. Now listen, they could go out and turtle it up and be ridiculous in this Notre Dame game and they can go right back to where we were. I don't think that's happening. And the good thing about this is, this is like the 2016 loss to Ohio State, but we don't have to sit for a month before we play another game. And you lose a game like this, you need to play immediately. So the effects of, of your growth... State take hold, really cement itself. And I think it's great that we play Notre Dame. I think it's awesome. One, this is set up perfect. We play Notre Dame at home. We're great at home. We get now to have to focus on one of our true, true rivals and Notre Dame, and they're for real. So we've got the respect of the nation now. I'm, I'm going to assume after how well we played in the second half, we come out and we slap Notre Dame, we're going to make some fucking noise. We'll probably end up being the Penn State team that uh, in 2016 that lost twice and didn't really go anywhere. I don't think we're out of this by the quite to be quite honest if Ohio- if we beat Michigan State and Michigan State maybe beats Penn State or something of that effect or if Wisconsin beats Penn uh, Wisconsin beats Ohio State and we beat Ohio State, anything can happen Anything can fucking happen. I'm not sold that Penn State's gonna win any of their big major games coming up on the road. I definitely don't think they're gonna be at Ohio State in the in the shoe. Not at all. And I yeah, Clifford, great. Great game by that kid, a true gamer. KJ Hamler, what? Half of his half of his big day came on one play. And that was that 53, 53 yard touchdown where yeah, people are like, well, why do we have a safety on K.J. Hamler? Well, last season, we had Metellus on him, bracketed him up, and he didn't do anything. So, of course, Don Brown's going to go back to one of the leaders on our defense. That's just plain simple. That's just how it goes. Yes, yeah, so he got beat. Fuck. That's, hey, that you live and die by the sword of Don Brown like that. That's just how it goes. But you notice, after that, Daxon Hill was on him. You didn't see or hear much after that. Nope. And that's how this is going to play out for the rest of our time against Penn State. When you guys get when we get Dax Hill starting next year and all that, it's over. The, I'm telling you, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this season. I really am going to say that I don't think we lose another game. I don't think so. I think, matter of fact, we become a freaking dynamo and we just start whipping dudes, teams just, we start whipping their ass. Because this team now understands that they can take the best, the best, shot at the worst time, and still get up off the mat and win, and they never want to feel like that again and but they have that confidence, you know what I mean they have that oh shit, I don't want to get to that point again. I mean it, it was it, this is like a movie type thing. I'm telling you, man, this is exciting and if you're not if you're a Michigan fan and you're down on this Michigan team now, good luck, find a new team, I guess I don't know what else to tell you because you should be fucking excited about this. They they've done something they never did before. They've never ever shown the mental stability or the mental character that it took to come back from twenty one to seven, and then be. I mean, you cut it to one. They score that big touchdown, and then we just keep coming. We keep coming. I mean, I've I've seen a few things that irritate me. One where it says, "Oh, Penn State, great fourth uh, fourth down goal line stand and." They didn't do anything. We lost that game. Poor Ronnie Bell. Ugh. Just he had such a great game. I mean, making big play after big play in the second in the second quarter. Let alone catching the ball that DPJ got blasted and and flung up in the air to run in for a touchdown off some bullshit penalty that they had to call back. I, I don't. Oh God, dude, I feel so bad for that kid. Seeing him. So emotional on that sideline got to me, man. I'm telling you, I've seen this before. Listen, I played football. I know that pain. I know a pain of letting your team down, even though you've had one hell of a game. I've had those games, um, and I know I do. I do this a lot where I compare my life to Michigan or whatever. But my son, I've seen this firsthand. My son, uh, we, we put him in in uh, martial arts. And he was traveling all over the country because I work for an airline, so he was able to travel for free. Uh, and he was he was doing all right. He was, he was finding his level, you know. And he was still kind of tentative, and he wasn't aggressive when it came to the sparring. And one day, uh, we are in Denver, Colorado. He went up against a kid, and the kid did uh, a crazy punch. I don't know. It was actually a punch-kick combo to Hunter's head, dropped him. Uh, Hunter got up. He was crying, didn't... It looked like he wanted to quit, to be quite honest. Hunter got up, and when he got up, he had this look in his eye I've never seen before. And he... (laughs) he, Unlike Michigan, he kicked the crap out of that kid in the next two, got pointed the kid up, and actually uh, made the kid want to quit. The kid actually quit in the last part. So, and then ever since then, Hunter went on to be Arizona State champ in sparring uh, two years in a row. It just took that moment with him. It took that moment to fu- to look around, know that his parents were going to be there to help him, and he stood up on his own and he did something. And that's what this team did. I mean, hello, Harbaugh. Welcome back. Welcome back to the game, buddy. I don't know where you've been, but fuck, it was great to see you out there fighting, arguing. And I mean, this was a growing thing for us. This was a fantastic moment. I mean, the the numbers don't show it, obviously, but uh, Charbonnet, what Charbonnet and Haskins are the two guys we need to lean on from here on out. Fantastic. Our offensive line, yeah. At the beginning, it didn't look good in the beginning. Yeah, you just have to tap. You just have to toss that all out. It doesn't matter because it, it was the same old play calling, but whatever happened i don't know who talked who yelled who knocked over lockers i don't know what the fuck happened in that in that uh in that locker room in the second but jesus they came out and they were ph- phenomenal uh, watching them i it, it was great the the defense was uh, figured out franklin cuz let's face it dude franklin is not an offensive genius it was we should have never lost this game we should have never lost this game but i'm telling you unlike that wisconsin game most of the time you don't lose you don't learn anything from a knockout you just don't you learn from a close win or loss like this we won that game they know they they know we beat them <laughs> and they know they got lucky on this they did they had great performances kj showed up for one play two plays at most and clifford i'm actually very impressed with clifford he's uh mentally strong great arm that kid's got a great arm he's elusive uh very impressed with the quarterback they have right there very but i don't think they have anything else i really don't i think kj hamler got lucky to be quite honest with you i didn't see him dominating and you know yeah they've got a good linebacking core and a decent uh Defensive line, but I wasn't seeing anything right off the bat that was like, oh my God, they're so amazing. Yeah, they had the power of the crowd. They did. Because let's put it this way if they were so dominant, then what were they doing in the second half? Why were we moving the ball at will against them in the second half? Why? If they were so great. You know, I mean, yeah, their they're linebacker, Barrow or whatever, kid's good. I mean, I don't even know if this is his last name. I'm not even given the respect to figure that out. Yeah, good shot out of the cannon. Great, whatever. Uh, their their cornerbacks, forget it. Uh, we should have been hitting Nico Collins way more than six for 89. But I was just happy to see that we were doing it. When we started moving, we truly got to see what speed and space looked like this in this second half, and it's impressive. And moving forward, I'm telling you, you're going to see a different Michigan team. Because if they don't, if we don't see a different Michigan team, trust me, I will slam the shit out of this team. But I don't believe that. I I I really believe that we got this, man. Uh, It's hard. It's hard. The the three takeaways I have from this game is, one, uh, the refs obviously hate Jim Harbaugh. And I don't know if that's a Big Ten thing or what. Because if you notice, in every big game, we're constantly fighting the refs. Constantly. They obviously miss a push-off, but they catch every single one of ours, huh? okay and then they only call pass interference calls when it's so blatantly obvious they have to it was like they they hate calling a penalty it's like that scene from uh uh remember the titans when the racist refs weren't going to call any any type of penalties on the other team and were calling everything on the titans so it's this is what it really felt like last night I mean, they they must, the Big Ten and the refs must hate Jim Harbaugh. I don't understand it because... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Every big game we've ever, well, look, the only other one I can tell you is the Ohio State game. And that was obvious. 2016 Ohio State game was, there was, it was almost, it was more blatant than this. But still, what are we doing? I mean, are you, is the Big Ten just pushing a narrative to get Penn State to play Ohio State? Because that's dumb. Because if you want a great narrative, then Ohio, then Michigan winning and coming back and doing all this, this is something that the Big Ten should want. These refs, I don't know what's going on with these fucking refs, but it's ridiculous. I don't know. When you constantly have to play two, pe- two teams on that field, it's unfair. Completely, 100% unfair. Wisconsin, that was a fucking catch. That turned the whole tie of that game too. Uh, it's just you can you can go through and you can see how Michigan's been fucked. Um, the key drops that was huge tonight. Uh, you know I love to bag on on Shea Patterson. I, I do, and I think f- uh, for good for good uh, for good cause. I mean he hasn't he's left. You know he has not looked good this season, but. Last night those wide receivers did him no help by dropping all those balls in the first in the first half. No, did him no favors at all. <sighs> but you know what? He started to do what I would assume they call shea things. That fourth down, uh past the Ronnie bell that he dropped in the end zone. God bless that kid. Uh that's Shea stuff. It looked like he was going to turtle. He came out, and he made time, and he made passes. He made the plays that needed to be made. We tied that game. And I'm telling you, we going overtime with that Penn State team, we win. They had We had their heart. We had them. They got the biggest sigh of relief when Ronnie Bell dropped that ball. It was over, and they knew it. They knew we won that game. They knew we were going to win that game. They had no more heart. That Penn State team is just like their fucking front-running coach. Everything's going good, but they have no no resiliency. None whatsoever. We gave them that game. We gave them that game. And I – it hurts to lose something like that because, I mean, as a fan – I went through a whole wave of emotion on this one. I mean, going from, God, I hate this team. We're 8-4. and four. Look at them. They're not, not even trying. It's going to be another ass-whipping to come out. And then uh, that last drive before the half really kind of was like, oh, well, maybe we got something going here. Charbonnet running like a motherfucker tonight. Same with Haskins. I'm looking good. That defense, still looking good, still a little bit young. Um, but, dude, Clifford had to pass. He had to throw balls that were almost perfect, almost perfect for him to, to beat some of that coverage. That big, long pass uh, to I can't, number five for them. Don't know his name. Uh, it was a perfect pass. It was a perfect pass. Just dropped right where Amory Thomas could could not get to it. I mean, you could see his fingers almost touch that ball. It was a perfect pass. Uh, his passes to K.J. Hamler, yeah, it was good. K.J.'s fast. If you don't have somebody on him and you make one mistake, he's going to burn you, and he burned us twice. That's it, though. We dominated him in every other way. And the... <sighs> It's, it's so frustrating. It really is a frustrating thing because you see that this game was ours. And if we – that's why I don't think we're going to lose another game because I don't see this team wanting to ever feel this way again. You see that sideline view, and, you, and more, more importantly, you see what Josh Uche was doing at the end of that game, talking shit, because even they know. Even that team knows, and that's what's so frustrating. You see that – you can almost feel – how uh like bullshitty they were as a team you know they're like we won <laughs> doing all that fucking horse because they knew they lost they knew they lost they knew we had them josh uche probably telling them as much i mean when you can only muster 27 27 yards in a whole half on your own other than one big play what are you saying you're not you're not a very good offense. Not against our defense. Our defense is one of the best in the country. It's young as fuck. So they make young guy mistakes. That's fine. I'll deal with this loss. I it's two losses, uh, against two really good teams in the in the Big Ten. I or how the nation will see that, right? I think Wisconsin will find out next week how good they are. Especially against Illinois. I mean I don't know. Dude, it, it, I don't know i don't i wish i could bag on on shea patterson and say that he was the reason why we lost he wasn't he he looked great he really became the leader we needed him tonight to be yeah of course it wasn't perfect some of these games never are but he he played his ass off he did what he needed to be and i'll defend that i i slam him when he sucks and i'm going to defend him when i think he did great and he he was the guy we needed uh I know, it sounds like I'm just repeating this stuff, but what more are we gonna get, get into? The numbers? Well what numbers do you want to see? I mean we shut the they were non existent in the second half, Penn State, non existent. So what do you want to go over the first the first half where we looked like complete and utter dog shit other than the last four minutes of it? If you want to do that, we can't. But let's just talk about what's coming next for this fucking team. That that's what's exciting. This all sets up perfectly now for us, to be quite honest with you. Now, because I'm telling you, we're not losing another game. We're going to come in next week, and I bet you we beat Penn State by 10 by ten points. 10 points, maybe even two scores, two, like two touchdowns. I'm telling you right now, this team is going to be so fucking focused and ready to go. These are men now. These aren't boys. These are men. These are men who who know what it means to come back. and Because everybody, oh, the whiteout, blah, blah, blah. And you know my one key was the only time the whiteout ever matters is against weak-minded teams. Weak-minded teams because what did the crowd do? You saw those fucking shots in the second half of those little fat Midwestern mother, motherfuckers in their tight white shirts. They didn't do a goddamn thing, all those annoying little white motherfuckers. White in white shirts, not white people. I'm white, so I guess I could bag on them if I wanted to. I'm more of an exotic white because I'm Italian, but hey, whatever. Um, They didn't say shit. Like, the whiteout meant nothing in the second half. That's why. Why? Because mentally strong teams make big fucking plays to shut those stupid motherfuckers up. Listen, the crowd's only the crowd. It has any type of strength. It gives – the crowd only has the strength you give it, to be quite honest, as a team. Because when Michigan started taking the game over and started making the plays that they needed, how loud was the fucking crowd then? wasn't the whiteout is just like james franklin annoying front-running assholes that's all it is that's all the whiteout is and when you're a fucking strong-minded team the whiteout means dick um also uh what was my oh so in the nation's view let's just say the overall view right they went into one of the most electric places to play on one of its most electric nights against the number 7 team in the nation and got pummeled in the first half got a few lucky punches in by halftime got that score cut it by cut it down to two scores came out in the second half and fucking took it to them one breakdown on the defensive end screwed us one We learned that we could take the best shot at the worst time in the worst situation and come out. That's why we're men. That's why those guys are going to move forward, and that's why we're going to beat Notre Dame by two fucking scores. That's why we're doing it. It's for no other reason. We're going to do that because they grew up tonight. They grew up. They're fucking men now. They're going to go in. They're going to whip Notre Dame. We're going to get the nation's attention, and then we're going to go, and I think we got Maryland next. We're going to whip Maryland And then we're going to go into Michigan State, whip their fucking little punk asses when they come to the big house. And we're going to go to Indiana, and this is going to be the one year we go into Indiana and we let them know who's boss. This isn't going to be some overtime bullshit game. We're going to go in there and we're going to smack them down too. And then Ohio State comes home. They come to our house, and for the first time, and it could probably be a classic, just watch out. This is going to be a classic game for the ages. Michigan is going to pull out a win finally. And we're going to get that signature. We're going to have two signature wins because we're going to whip the shit out of fucking Notre Dame and we're going to beat Ohio State. We may not make it to the Big Ten title game this year, but I'm telling you next year we don't lose a game. Not not if they continue this. Not if they continue everything that they learned in this game. Now listen, if if they're too weak and they are weak minded boys and they go and they turtle back and they fucking lose this game to Notre Dame and they lose badly or they look like shit, then I was wrong. And I didn't they didn't grow like I thought they did. I don't think that's possible though. I don't think you go through something like this and you don't grow. You just don't, man. They would have if they were gonna be weak minded boys, it was set up for them to just cave in. It was set up for them perfectly to cave in and do nothing. And they didn't. They fought back. As a Michigan fan, we should be thrilled to death. We had that game. They didn't stop us. Ronnie Bell dropped a ball. That's it. He dropped a ball. And he, you could feel that pain on his face. I tell you guys, it's, if you're not thrilled with this team and you're not excited about the possibilities of what this team is going to accomplish, please. Uh, there's a shitty little town called East Lansing with an even shittier team. Please join them. I mean, there's plenty of schools in Michigan if you want to stay in state. Or your type of front-running friend, uh, fandom, go to go Ohio State. Become a Penn State fan because they got a lot of front runners over there, and they're 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 coached by one for God's sakes. Go for it. Because you're jumping off the bus before we get to where we're going and we're almost there. Harbaugh was right. I I mocked him to a certain extent, but Harbaugh's right. We are hitting our stride. We are getting close. It's completely laughable that something like that happened. I I thought it was crazy talk. I thought he was a lunatic. But, yeah, they are hitting their stride. They looked fantastic in in that second half. And the sky's the limit right now. I, I'm I am thrilled to death to see what Michigan's going to do next week. I thought if we lost this game, that we'd have everything to fear going up against Notre Dame, and that we that it was a, a foregone conclusion we'd be a four loss team. Now, I, like I said, I don't think we're losing another game. Not this season. Not at all. We're. This was exactly what we needed. And I know it's hard to say that about a loss, and especially the way we lost it. But I'm telling you, this is exactly what we needed. It's going to piss our defense off so bad that we're going to make different. Don't be surprised if you see if you see Dax Hill out there all the time now. That speed, all the time. Uh, you th- Metellus, yeah, it's just one mistake, it burned us. But I'm telling you, we learned. So guys, I want to get out of here. Uh, I we grew up tonight. We got a team now. We got a team of men out there now. I, I if you can't get on board with this team, see you later. Really, uh, not that I'm not saying that I'm not going to criticize this team, and I think everybody should have a right to criticize the team. But if you're like, let's lose every game and oh harp on this and blah that and yeah. You're right. You can bitch about like you could act like that in the first quarter, first half. Sure, that second half we should all be fucking thrilled to death with these kids. And if you can't see that, I don't know what else to tell you. But for all the true blue, the let's do this. Yeah, we can criticize, and I think we should when they don't do things right. So I'm not. I'm not trying to be hypocritical here because I will slam them when I don't think they did good. I will always do that. But. <laughs> this is the game we needed guys and the the more that you think about it the more you watch it over because i can't wait I, I can't wait to watch this thing again i just can't i i, I look forward to it um the more excited we're going to be this is a team now so okay guys i i loved it this was an awesome show um once again thank you guys for everything i love I love doing this show. I love the I love the give and take that I have with the guys that I talk to on a regular basis. You guys want to chop it up with me? You want to ask me something? Please. Dude, send me send me voicemails. Send me uh DM me. Fucking whatever. I don't care. I'm willing to talk to true true maniacs, true Michigan maniacs. I'm here, dude. I love it. This is the greatest thing ever. And now we have a team to really be excited about. We don't need a bitch anymore. We got a great fucking team. This, this should be the most exciting day ever for us because we know where we're going now. We know we're not some rudderless ship just floating amongst the fucking sea of college football. We know who we are. And this should be fucking exciting as fuck for everybody. Everybody should be excited, sad, sad because we lost, but fucking so excited that our guys woke the fuck up and grew up and put on their big boy pants and started acting like the team we knew they should be. This is exciting. So, Guys, it is great. It really is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It's so so great. I love it. And forever, guys, forever and always, go blue.